Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hey there, good morning. It's Mike Williams, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to call this Just Plain Foolish. And of course, as you might have guessed, it's April Fool's Day. Listen, the first quarter went out with a whimper, not a bang, but it sure started with one. You certainly recall the massive number of horrible headlines which greeted us for the first six weeks of the year. We had the worst of everything. The worst first week, the worst five days, the worst first month, the worst six weeks to start a year off than we'd seen in eight decades. We were repeatedly assured that the future was not only dark, but downright desperate. I mean, after all, we had gasoline below two bucks, and crude oil was down, and China was falling off a cliff, and we have Brexit, Grexit, Chexit. I mean, I can't keep track of all the exits. When are we going to get fear to exit? That's the question. But here's the interesting part about it. It all worked. Every bad piece of news worked. It terrified the crowd. In fact, Bank of America Merrill Lynch keeps track of a few things, and they tell us we've just witnessed a very rare event, 11 straight weeks of net equity selling in the masses. In other words, for 11 straight weeks, the net activity in the stock market has been selling. That hasn't happened since March of 2009. (laughs) And guess where the money went? Well, we believe it or not, had a record amount of money flow into fixed income ETFs. In other words, they sold the equities because they're terrified of the future, and they bought bonds, which are selling at, uh, if you're high yield, it's about 30 times earnings. And if you're Corporate, it's about uh, 38 times earnings, and if it's the course, uh, the course, the Treasury, the 10-year bond at 1.77 percent. Excuse me, that's 1.77 percent. That's over 52 times earnings. Imagine clamoring for a stock that's selling at 52 times earnings. So here we are, April 1st. The start of Q2, it's a day for playing practical jokes and hoaxes. The the jokes and their targets, of course, are called April Fools. Consider the following. There are many foolish things going on. The Fed heads have seemed particularly foolish in recent weeks, swaying from too dovish to too hawkish and then back again. For this week anyway, employment and manufacturing data is set to kick off the month. We suspect we suspect neither of those will be too foolish, and both will be better than expected. The April Fool's joke is on the experts shouting from the rooftops that we're saddled with impending doom, given the imminent recession hoax time and time again. 
We suspect reports are going to continue to show the data espousing an economy that's chugging through the adjustments in the energy world, far from the terrible weakness so many fear. Besides, the month's real foolishness is likely to be postponed until the FOMC's next meeting at the end of the month on the 26th and the 27th. Oh boy, we should really get lost lots of whispers on this tantalizing event for weeks, even as Janet Yellen has pretty much already laid down the law, I mean vote, on rates in the near term. More foolishness, you might be wondering. Hey, James Bullard, who just a few weeks ago warned that the next rate hike should be postponed for a while, is already out saying that a rate hike might be more appropriate at the next meeting after all. You can see how this looks a little foolish. How about earnings foolishness? The quarterly parade is upon us again as we prep for an industry-wide event which has plagued us for many years now. In the new world of transparency, industry analysts continue to foolishly lower their earnings expectations for the next quarter's earnings season during and right after the management calls from the current quarterly earnings season. Those are referred to as the ongoing earnings recession and priced as such, only to be surprising when later reported and stocks recover. This is foolishness at its best, my friends. The reality for these fools, our earnings recession will end in another couple of quarters as we round trip the worst of the oil sector adjustments the rest of the market arena is doing far better than understood with growth in earnings still pretty stable. How about China foolishness? Ah, yes, the growth rate of China seems to be the new Grexit. Hard to get more foolish. China is likely adding the equivalent of a new Greece GDP each year. That's not too shabby. But it's certainly not 10% growth. In fact, we would suggest it's not even 6 or 7% growth. They're still going to report it, but it's probably not taking place. That's okay, guys. Adding a grease to the world every year is not a bad deal at all. The foolishness of fear. Well, right on time, the latest bout of panic just weeks ago reached its crest. When the masses were selling equities at a record pace not seen since March of 2009, bond funds continue to soak up fear-driven money and the demand for safe bonds remains insatiable. We will thank our lucky stars one day for all this fear, but the holders of all those 1.8% bonds for the next 10 years will feel pretty foolish indeed when given the equity yield spread. Today is over 400 basis points. Right on cue, the market began to make that fear look foolish as the quarterly rebound from just six weeks ago is the best since 1933. But don't wait for anyone to hail that mania headline anytime soon. After all, we're forbidden to read any good news about our futures. Had one fallen asleep on New Year's Eve and awoken on April Fool's Day, the change in the markets would have been meaningless, less than 10 basis points. My foolish hope? Well, 
Let's get some more panic with an extra helping of panic on the side. Why? Well, look, the gyrations are indeed frightening at times, and they get very uncomfortable, and certainly my Tums supply is often depleted, but the values are excellent, and the benefits for long-term investors are real. The big picture, foolish summary in all of this, at a few times in history, we have gotten too lost in the details. This is one of those times. In a world being shaped by massive demographic shifts, we are well served to step back, way back, for a moment and ponder that larger event. Ignore the economic aspect of the news. Instead, think demographics, my friends. The latter drives the former. It's not the other way around. The future in the U.S. is far brighter than most perceive at this time. Massive fear remains just below the surface. We're mired in a million reasons we cannot survive. Experts are falling all over themselves to conjure up the next monster to devour our economy. I could go on, but this is the key. This is not the way secular bull markets end. So happy April Fool's Day. Think about these thoughts. In the meantime, pray for more corrections this quarter that we can all take advantage of. Thanks again, and until we see you on the next podcast, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant.